y'all. We are at, you know, everybody calls Monaco the crown jewel, but this is our crown jewel of the F1 year. The creme a la creme of F1. You can just call it the crown jewel, bro. <laughs> you can just call it the crown jewel, honestly. Silverstone, we are here. Arguably, not arguably, the best racing atmosphere in the world where you get oohs and ahs at Brooklyn's Corpse Corner. Everywhere you go, you're getting oohs and ahs. I love seeing the crypto. You know, now you know on the little bend, you see the crypto on the ground, on the air view. But how excited are you for Silverstone? Bro, the Lewis Strait, bro. The Hamilton Strait. How excited are you for Silverstone? This is a race that I've had, like, on my calendar from the start of the season. I think everybody has Silverstone on the calendar. Except for Mercedes this year. (laughs) I mean, Toto said that there's some... uh, there's some optimism. Not that they're going to win. I don't think there's optimism. He thinks that win. they can win. Newsflash, they ain't winning. <laughs> they're not winning. But we'll get into that as we continue on this pod. But I'm so excited for Silverstone. It is the only it's, race I really get like. It's a real like F1 racing track. It's just the history of it. You know, last year we had the big incident. But, you know, in 2019, you had Max versus Lewis. You know the year when Lewis finished <laughs> finished off the race with one wheel with one wheel punctured. Like Silverstone Special, is just great. Man. Kimi Raikkonen in 2014 just absolutely blowing up. <laughs> like that was that was scary, but that was insane. Like there's just a ton of heritage, and there's also it's the home track for multiple drivers on the grid. Yeah, it's also multiple teams. Like yeah, think about how many teams are out of, of out of Milton Keys is in I would the UK. Say eight out of the ten teams are based. Well, Ferraris. I think Haas is based out of there. As Haas well. based out. The only teams that are not based in the UK is are Ferrari Fidati. and Alfa Romeo. Yeah, Alfa Tori too. I think is no Milton Keys as well. Yeah, no Alfa Tori is based out of Italy too, or something like that. I promise you. Because okay. remember Drive to Survive, while we saw Yuki moved out of the UK. Yeah. So most of the teams, let's say half the grid. Anyways, moving on. So we got. Wait, we got Lando, we got Lewis, we got George. Are we missing any? It's just three of them. Lando, Lewis, George. I mean, t- you could sh- throw like an honorary Joe in there. Yeah, I mean, kind of. But life. we have three natural-born Brits racing, which I don't expect any of them to win, but that's going to be amazing. Oh, I mean, another one you can kind of throw in there. Oh, yeah, not, we said natural. I was going to say Albon also spent a ton of time there. Yeah, Albon spent a ton of time too. So I think he's British anti. So it, it is, it's just rich in British. It's rich in history. Sport. But anyways, we have probably the arguably the biggest race of Mercedes season. This is the one, man. It's not the one, but this has they have to be catch up here. If they don't, it's like I think optimism drops a lot for Mercedes fans because this is a tr- a track that you know a lot of Mercedes camp says favors their car. Their car should be good on this track. So if they don't it's look like they're very competitive. Surface. Yeah, it's a smooth service. If they don't feel like they're competitive here, where will they feel competitive? And that is my thing with Mercedes is that this is a big weekend for them. This is, I think this is a big weekend for everybody. If Red Bull comes home 1-2, they destroy Ferrari. Like, they put a big dent to the Ferrari season. And if Ferrari comes home 1-2, then they make up a big gap. And you know, last year, Red Bull lost a lot this race. So Big time. And it's also, you know, the, the comments that have come out from uh, Nelson Piquet were in reference to this race last year. Yeah, I will say that um, there's no place for that. I hope 
I mean, it's reported, but he's been banned, right, from the paddock. He's banned. I report I, as soon as I saw it yesterday morning when I woke up. I said he shouldn't be allowed in the paddock. I'm great that today, this morning, they banned him from a paddock. His excuse—I don't call it an apology. His justification was absolutely. I don't terrible. understand why people apologize and then try to justify their actions. No, like it's just stupid, right? And then Red Bull hasn't put an official statement. I haven't seen it as Red this Bull morning. tried to like use the jury thing as a almost like. A deflection. Yeah, but but that doesn't matter, though. Red Bull has not put out an official statement at all as of, like, 10, p- 10 a.m. our time because I was looking for it. So maybe it's because it's Max's... Uh, father-in-law? Father-in-law of a future father-in-law. And, you know, you know how Red Bull is. They don't care about Max's racism, which, you know, we'll, we won't even get into that. But there's just no place for it, man. Like, it's just it's ridiculous. It's 2022... Like why we well, I, it 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 bothers me to have thing. this conversation. Like, it really a lot of the me. teams have posted how they stand with Lewis. Red Bull hasn't. Yeah, I, saw, I literally said that. I literally looked at Red Bull's Twitter. There's nothing about Lewis Hamilton. McLaren posted we stand with Lewis. Like honestly, it's so hard to like Red Bull. It is, but even most drivers did too. So like I seen Lando, Charles, a lot of guys posted. They tweeted and said. We stand with Lewis. There's no place for it. Lewis has done so much for our sport. Obviously, George did it. But, you There's know. There's never just like, again, you go back to Abu Dhabi. Lewis took that terrible thing and he went up to Max and his dad and congratulated I get you, them. but that has nothing to do with this. this I'm is just, just talking about the reality of how Lewis runs with class. And then you haven't heard from like Max or anyone. And the other thing is people say, oh, grow up. Don't be a cry. Lewis has had to deal with this from the time he showed up to a go-kart track. I mean, the reality is, is any minority person in a predominantly Caucasian area has had to deal with this. Soon it's just born. like his whole life. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's for any minority. You have to deal with, it's, you know. So that's why I'm just shocked that we haven't seen anything from Red Bull. I don't even know why. Are you shocked? Even Red Bull's shocked. A joke. Like, I've just come to the, they're just. Anybody that likes Red Bull. After this, I have very serious question marks on why you like Red Bull and why you support an org like and that. And all the people online who who have tried to justify it by saying, oh, it's, it's, it wasn't that bad what he said. Any other driver on the grid, he would have referenced them by their name. Yeah. Shots fired at you, uh, Ricky, if you listen to this pod. How are you still a Red Bull fan? But let's move on to uh, Jerry Vips. You know he's still racing in F2, right? High Tech's not releasing him. Yeah, Red Bull has just got rid of him. Yeah, but high tech hasn't. Yeah, I mean, what? How do you feel about that? The, the CEO, I, mean, I, just, I just feel like the CEO came back and said, "We can't be in a society where we can't let someone come back from their mistakes, right?" And I think there's a time and place for that, but he has to feel the the punishment. Maybe the punishment was letting it go from Red Bull, but if you know he did his rehabilitation, quote unquote, and then came back in two years. Then I'd be okay with Yeah, him, like he should be temporarily suspended from the from the, F- by the FIA. So I hate how they still let him play. Uh, how the uh, um, Oh, he's never going to race in F1. F2 question high tech's decision, by the way. They posted a formal statement. We don't agree with, this, with high tech's decision, which is very interesting that um, high tech would go against it, even if the F2 is not on board with I it. Just reading this Red Bull thing about the VIPs thing, the team do not condone any form of racism. Calf artists. Yeah, but they can't do anything about Nelson BK. He's not racing for them. He's not part of the team. They, they, I don't care about like their post about they don't condone racism because obviously with Max they did, but 
they haven't posted anything about Nelson, which bothers me. But Nelson doesn't necessarily have an affiliation with with Red Bull other than Max being there. And you can't hold that against Kelly. What are you going to say? Kelly's not allowed in the pit because she's your daughter? Yeah, that's fair. But at least show some, uh, a level of, you know, just unity by saying that we stand with Lewis. That's what but Ripple would never do that. That's what bothers me, though. That's because what it would me. boil Christian's blood. Mm-hmm. I agree. But anyways, obviously, we don't stand for that. Let's move on to Silverstone. Okay, so what happens next? What happens this race? Over or under? Well, not over or under, but what happens? Another accident like Max or we get a duel? What's more likely to happen? We get another Max Charles duel or we get a Lewis Max incident? Not from the same oh people. God. But it's hard because we're, I don't know what can even possibly live up to what happened last year. I mean, that Max Going and through race. the corners and hearing the crowd roar and then that, like, they touch. I mean, do, do you remember Max's and Charles' duel? That was a special duel. The, the, the pit stop where he got behind and then pushing each other off the track. Charles, like, basically running right on the edge to pass him on a corner. Like, that was a special We also duel. had the sprint race here last year. Yeah, it sucks that we don't have the sprint race anymore. Bottas won that. The sprint race is what put... No, Max won. Max started on pole. Oh, yeah, Max won. won. This is, that's what took Lewis off a of pole. Yeah. Because he had a bad start in the sprint race. Remember? And you Man. were frustrated about that. Yeah. But anyways, I think that there's a better duel more likely to happen. Than I love this track. It's wide. You can overtake. It's a lot. There's some, there's some very, very technical parts of the circuit as well, which I enjoy when I'm playing F1 2020. And last year, too, the weather was so perfect. Like, I, I hope the, that's the, replicated. The... The tire uh, tire deck was really high that day. So I hope it's not as bad today. I want to just see a fun race. I don't feel like we've got, like... I know we obviously came out of um, Baku, which was fun. But I ha- we haven't been on a, a race circuit. Like, it felt like it was a great race forever. Like, Jadal's a street circuit, right? We had Imola. I mean, Canada was fun. Yeah, sorry. But Canada's not like a... Canada doesn't have this. It's it's a it's like a hybrid. It's more of a street. You know what I mean. But I still consider it a hybrid because it feels like it's designed for that. But would you say Canada there's a more as much overtaking and all that stuff as Silverstone? No, no. there's not going to be as much dueling. When you look at this circuit, there's high speed corners. There's multiple straights. Like. There's technicals. There's technical circuits too in it, right? So my whole point is that I've been waiting for this race, not just because it's Silverstone, but because it's one of the best courses, and we haven't had that in a long time. When's the last time we had a course? It was Imola, a natural race course, right? The last one we had was, was Imola. Definite, no, Barcelona. Oh, Barcelona was right after Imola. But no, it went uh, Imola, Miami. Ba- okay, and cool. But Barcelona is also not Silverstone. There's not as much, it's not as wide. Obviously, Silverstone has everything. So I'm just excited for Silverstone. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I'm just. This is um, this is a race that I'm excited to see what the upgrades are. Mercedes said they're bringing upgrades. Toto says there's a there's optimism in the paddock that they can get a race victory. Does George Russell get his first race win at Silverstone? No. Wow. Shut down ASAP. No, because here's the thing, right? I'm gonna throw this out to you, and I want here's my logic. If Mercedes has a competitive car, do you think Lewis is gonna be? Experiment, experimenting slash testing the car on his home circuit. No. He's going to take the best possible setup. 
And I've said it multiple times, Oliver. I know you had comments about Haas. Cool. I get it. I never said that they're funding more. I said from sponsorship dollars, all these money, that's how he pays for it. But anyways, moving on. George Russell is not beating Lewis Hamilton when he has a when he when he has an optimized circuit at Silverstone where he I think he's an eight time winner at home. Lewis is not taking that's, an that's experimental they, car. That's why the Hamilton straight is there. Yeah, and if he does lose to Lewis, George, then I'm gonna have different question marks for sure. Because this is this, like you said, there's a part of the circuit that's named after you. This is your course, this just as it. much as Canada's your course. This is your course for sure, and I think that. Especially in Canada, that was a huge win for Lewis. They've been experimenting a ton. There's going to be a time where we start to see the table swing and Lewis gets back to fine form. I hope so. Um, I, I would assume so. Um, and, you know, like, there's been a lot of... there's uh, So much has happened in the last week. Toto even was came out and said that they've got the best, they've got the best driver pairing. I've But I've been saying You've that. been saying that. I've been saying that the whole time. The, the door's not closed on 2024 for Lewis. Yeah, but that's Toto speaking. Lewis could turn around next year and be like, I'm done. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to think that... I think that Lewis is going to continue to stay in F1 until he gets eight. I know you said he's never getting eight, but I think that's Lewis's mentality. Yeah, I, I didn't say never. I, I would say I don't think he's getting eight. I, like, if you made me pick one, I'm saying he's not getting it. But, I mean... In 2024, do you still want Lewis Hamilton? I mean, like theoretically, Alonso. No, no, but that's not what I'm saying. Theoretically, you could pick up Lando Norris. At one point, you had to think about the future. Lando's locked into 2025. No, I'm just saying, like theoretically, let's say, let's say Lando's up in 2024. Charles is up in 2024. Would you want a driver pairing of Charles and George for the future? Or would you want Lewis Hamilton? Yeah, I mean, like I, aging Lewis Hamilton. <sighs> It's so hard to predict. But it's not hard to predict. If Lewis, Lewis is performing Lewis, at the highest level. But Lewis is literally on a ticking time. He's, his time his time is a lot shorter than Charles. So I, let's ask a question. Charles Leclerc for the next, you sign him for a five-year contract or one-year contract in the 2024 for Lewis Hamilton. And Lewis is at the top of his game and Charles has won a championship. Who are you taking? I'm taking Lewis, bro. You're crazy. You're going to take a one maybe one more year than a guy that's, Potentially, a world, let's say Charles won a world championship. or If he's, he's won, shown, that's a different story. But you I said, said he won he world. It. I said he won one. Oh, he won one? He won, let's say he wins 2023. If he wins one, then you prioritize him because he's proven he, and he's young. So that's fair. But even if he doesn't win, for me, I'm taking Charles. Because, that's a big if. Because I said even if he hasn't won. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a big if. That's if not a big if won. to me. Charles has shown he has, a level, he has the skills to drive in a championship car. Was he not leading the championship and was he not competing with Max, a world championship driver, arguably the best driver on the grid, other than strategy and car errors? He made one error all year. He when made he one error. Out, right? So, what, what this year, what has Charles shown this year that he's not a championship level driver? Fair. There's been nothing, right? So, I, I get you, you're a huge Lewis fan, but I don't think anybody would pick Lewis over Charles other than for nostalgia or out of respect for Lewis. It makes zero sense to retain Lewis when his racing years may be done in 2025 or 2026 when you can lock in Charles long-term, a championship-level driver, and you pair him and George for the next five, six years? That would be crazy, man. I agree. I, I think very valid. Switching gears, question around this. Mercedes has brought multiple upgrades already this year, right? 
Yeah. And they're bringing upgrades again. Their budget's definitely got to be somewhere. But we just saw McLaren talk about how they're struggling with the budget cap. Yeah. I'm, I kind of have a feeling that Mercedes somehow has more money to spend. No, I don't think it's that. Um, because how is McLaren struggling, but I feel I'm like Mercedes has been doing so many more. I'm going to rewind with you. Has Mercedes actually done real upgrades into up until Miami? Miami was the first set of actual and upgrades. And then they've made wing things, like small things. What have they done drastic other than Miami? And then this race. Yeah. What have they done drastic? They've made small things tweak. What has McLaren done? I think because of the brake ducts. Remember, the brake ducts were hot. They had more. I just in. thought that was shocking because there's been no report. Also, you, you need to rewind the two, right? Sorry to cut you off, but you got to think of this. The budget cap started in February. Mercedes, they could have did upgrades then. Remember, they had issues with their porpoising. Everybody fixed it. Maybe they, it was a more expensive fix. I didn't really look into McLaren, so I'm not sure. Obviously, there might be more information. But we got there's so many different things. But Mercedes did not upgrade anything for a long time. You know that because they were experiment. They didn't understand where anything was coming from. They were just collecting data. Yeah. Right. So I don't think Mercedes has spent that much. I think now that they have an idea, these next couple upgrades, like I said, that's why these this are is vital. A big moment. These are vital. That's they said. You know, like Toto's words were like he was optimistic that they could win this race in Silverstone, but he said his big like caveat was we have to grind this week. Yeah, maybe, maybe their car is really close to being unlocked. but They're also at home. Like, they haven't been on the road. But this like, this, but is, this a, is also the beauty about this being is home, home for everybody, though. Yeah. This is home for Aston Martin. Aston Martin's supposed to come with some big upgrades, I read. I could be wrong, but I'm yeah, 99% but, but sure. But we know Aston that. ain't doing shit. But it moved them into the midfield, it potentially. But this is home for Red Bull, McLaren, uh, Mercedes, Aston Martin. Alpine's not home in UK. As well, that was French as well. Team, yeah, yeah, Alpine. Too. So, about half of the grid this is home for. But anyways, get what you're saying. I'm not on board with um, them winning this race, though. I just like, you're about 0.5 to 0.7 behind. How are you going to make that up? Realistically, you might get to 0.2 or 3. Yeah, and like, you got to think. I'm That's sure. still not... It's not bad. I'd be encouraged. If I saw that, I'd be encouraged. But you don't think Red Bull's bringing upgrades here? It all depends on what the potential is of their it's package. Just like, I, also think, I also think Ferrari's going to bring some upgrades too. Ferrari's had a whole slew of other issues. So Yeah, So, but I want to jump into this. Um, give, me, give me your prediction in terms of who's going to have the best duel, if you had to give it. Like, is it going to be a midfield duel? Or 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 at the top end, and wh- who is it? I think we're gonna get a duel at like obviously there's a battle in the midfield, but I think there's gonna be a duel right at the top, man. Who's it between? I'm I, I need a 2019 running back. I need a Charles and Max duel. I've been waiting for this. We haven't got a real one since Jadal. And you remember how great Jadal was. Them both stopping at the DRS lines. Yeah, burning. Uh, that's what you want to see. I really want to say Mercedes. So say it. I don't hate it. I just don't think it's happening. I think it's a Mercedes Ferrari. This could be something that switches back to um, Red Bull maybe struggling. You know where we're getting a duel, by the way? Where? We're getting a George and Lewis duel. Jeez. I want to see that. But I want to... It needs to be clean. Like, if, if you don't have space, you don't have space. Like... I think there's a lot of mutual respect there. Did you listen to the pod? Yeah. 
I'm sure George said there's a lot of mutual respect there. Definitely, and he said again, like he just talks about it's George in the pod multiple. Like he reiterates the point over and over that Lewis is the greatest of all time. I understand that's his teammate, but he talks a lot about how great Lewis is and how he interacts with the team and his engineers and the mentality. Like he said, he said on the pod, he's like, I can't talk about it because. I'm privileged to be in the paddock with him. And then that's a privilege, but you can just hear the respect. Do you um, like George more after this interview? Oh yeah, it was great. Like he talks, he talks a lot about, I respect what he did with Valtteri last year with that accident. Um, because the way he put it was, of course, I'm not going to beat the Mercedes car, but knowing that for a Williams team, the difference of one point can be millions of dollars in the Constructors' Championship Mm -hmm. for a team that's got no money. Yeah. Um, That's what he was fighting for. Yeah, and I I respect it, man. I think... So let me ask you this question about George, right? You've warmed up to George over the years, as this pod knows. For sure. Do you think George is A media trained really well and B, he can lead the next generation with Lando. Like, it, can he be the face of F1? Like, it seems like that from my, I haven't listened to the interview, but I'm talking about if he's good and his personality, he seems like he has. I think George Russell can win championships. Do oh, I think he can be the face of F1? No. You don't, I'm talking about, you don't think he has that charisma to kind of lead on a new. I think it's obvious that like a Max Verstappen has more, F1 is prioritizing him. No, I'm talking about just George as a personality. Do you think like, you know, there's like Steph Curry. He gives me Steph Curry vibes where he's like, nice boy, doesn't say anything wrong. Like he's the face of the, of the league, face of the sport. <sighs> because that is what George is. Does he give you- I a- think that the door is wide open right now. I don't know if there's a clear cut answer on the current grid. That's not what I'm asking. I said- is, does George have that potential from listening to his interviews and seeing how he interacts? Like, does he have face of the league written on him if they were to? Mark I don't it? think so. You don't mark. You think he just wins? He just wins. I think he's great. I don't think he can be the face of the sport. That's fair. That's fair. I think because he's so well spoken, he's he's pretty humble. But he, you can tell George has that like killer mentality, and you can tell like, you know, when you see George like when he lost in Secure Grand Prix, you can see that look in his eyes. He's got a good mix of everything. He's poised, he's humble, but he's got that nasty streak to him. And he that does. urgency. And he talks about that, especially with Secure. Like, the man had to wear smaller shoes, bro. I told you this, but you still said Valtteri Bottas over George Russell. And I said, the man doesn't fit in the car, smaller shoes, and you still want to put him like, Valtteri over George. Yeah, it's uh, George is far superior. But that's not the point. Okay, cool. Jump, um, let's get back into Silverstone. Uh, yo, we also got to give a shout out. I don't know how I feel about the move, but it's official. Gasly is staying with It's only Alvatore. one more year. I don't hate it. It's one He extended for one more year, right? Yeah, he said Gasly is aiming to give his best ever season in 2023. Can I give you a timeline? Tell me. Lewis ends in 2023 as well, right? Yeah. The door's not shut for Lewis, though, for 2024. But that's not my point. Bro, you really think you can see a connection with Gasly to Merck? I'm saying he's leaving his option open. Mm. Why else would he be opening the seat? Danny Ricardo to McLaren. There's reasons why he only extended for one year, right? Because these these upper teams, because he's not joining Alpine, is he? No. He might. He's French. 
French team. Alpine, I think, will have a seat. I think Fernando is done. So he's lining himself up to have I've, a huge year to then... I, I, I'm saying he's he's leaving it open. He's not extending long-term, so he can potentially go to McLaren. If Lewis retires, Charles is locked up. Lando's locked up. Who's the next best choice? Very fair. On the grid, right? It'd be... It would be... If Yuki signs a one-year deal, maybe Mercedes goes to Yuki. I don't see that. Who's your best choice for Mercedes on the grid in 2023 if Lewis walks away? It'd probably be Pierre Gasly. See what I'm saying? So I get it. I don't like the move because I think that Pierre should have just kept his options open with McLaren, but he may know more. McLaren might have said, hey, we'll talk in 2023. We're just going to keep Danny Ricardo, right? That might be it, but I would have hoped that he kind of went to McLaren and said if there's an option if Danny Danny's gone. That's where I see, I, I could see Pierre as like, Pairing him in McLaren. I hear you, but if Lewis retires, like you're talking about, the door could be open for for uh, for Lewis in 2024, and it it could be. But you're hearing from Toto. Lewis hasn't said it once. Yeah. So if Lewis retires, who was better on the grid than Pierre with youth and where they are, and their overall race pace? Yeah, from a, an availability standpoint, the, there won't be anyone else. That's what I'm saying. By the way, did you get to see the drivers when they ranked themselves on the F1 game? Yeah, bro. I was dying of laughter. Bro. And the Haas drivers were so... They were the worst. Because they were the worst. They were like, oh, thousands. But how did Max get a 79 on race awareness? I mean, because he pushes the car too far. No, race awareness. That's with penalties. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. He should have got like a 62 or 65. Oh, I was dying. Okay, but, but take this in. Lewis is a 94 with Max. But Lewis is like ninety. Lewis is like ninety two, ninety three, eighty eight, and ninety four. Exactly, and then Max is a ninety four, the seventy nine. Yeah, seventy nine, eighty something, and a ninety eight. Like, come on, let let's do a better job with that. But I thought overall the video was fun. Like, it's funny to see Danny Ricardo and Lando Norris. You can tell those two are the best. You can tell Lando's like you suck. Basically, he's like you're washed, and Lando's like. I'm, but I'm fucking Danny Ricardo. It's a shame that Mercedes is not part of these. There were other teams that were missing well, too. Well, Ferrari, no, it's just Ferrari and Mercedes. Yeah. Because we got Alpine, we got Haas, we got AlphaTauri, and we got Red Bull. No, Aston Martin was missing. Oh, that's right. Aston Martin, you're right. That's right. So there's three teams missing. So who do we get? We got we got Haas, AlphaTauri, Williams Red was Bull. missing too. Oh, yeah, half the grid. Yeah. Why? Why is that? I have no idea, but I I counted the teams after. But here, but here, do you know what? Let me just let me run, run it back though. <laughs> Williams and and thing don't matter. Yeah, I mean, that's why I didn't care. That's why I only like where's Ferrari and bro, Mercedes. Latifi's was probably like a fifty six or something. He was bro. By the way, so Latifi's birthday. So happy birthday to <laughs> him. Birthday I literally wanted to tweet at him like happy birthday, but your last wish from Williams or F one because you're gone next year. <laughs> wow, that's mean. But he is. Am I wrong? You're not. He's gone. He's, if we'll, okay. We still have to settle the Lewis Hamilton bet, but I don't know what I have to do with the bet. We'll settle that. But what are we both going to do if Latifi has a seat next year? I think we have to do a podcast where me and you have Fam. to drink like a, gal, a gallon straight. What do you think? Bro, if Latifi has a seat next year, I'm just going to be lost for words. No, no. Do we have to drink a, a gallon straight? Like a gallon of water or something? Bro, like that's me, dangerous, bro. Me and you got to do something like... If Latifi has a seat, we, we got to put on wax. We don't have to decide now, but we're going to think about it. But we got to get back to Silverstone because we've been all over the place because we haven't talked in a while. Yeah, we have because there's so many things that happened. Man, Danny Rick's getting his dream come true. He's going to have his own show, bro. I, I'm going to tune in, though. I will tune Danny in. Danny Rick's got his own show. Lewis has his 
docuseries coming out. Lewis is, is also part of a Brad Pitt movie. Yeah. Hey, well, Lewis has a docuseries. I didn't see that. Yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, the docuseries around him is not a big deal. They're doing a documentary on him. Yeah, like, fine. I think that's... But then, Danny Ricardo's getting an actual show. A do, if Danny Ricardo's getting a docuseries, that's okay. Danny Ricardo's getting a show. Here are the shows. So, Hulu scripted F1 series with Danny Rick. Apple TV docuseries on Lewis Hamilton. F1-themed movie starring Brad Pitt and involvement Lewis from Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, Lewis is directing it. Biopic about Pro- Enzo Ferrari. producing it. With Penelope Cruz and then Drive to Survive. So there's one, two, three, four, five movies and but series. But let's rewind. Let's rewind. Why is... I mean, Hulu's doing something around Danny Rick, which is insane, but he is a megastar in that, in that sense. He's larger than life when Bro, it comes to Danny, F1 personalities. Danny Rick... I love how... Because he... After the Canadian GP, he stayed in America. Like, he is so... But he loves box America. Office. Yeah. You you heard him talk about he loves Texas. He loves America. Montana. Like he loves all that. But rewinding back, rewinding back, we got Silverstone coming up. Give me your predictions for qualifying. Quick predictions. And we're going to do 10 this time because it's Silverstone. Just because it's Silverstone. All right. All right. Here we go. I'm coming with the predictions, okay? Yo, my predictions are wild. Lewis Hamilton, first pole position, baby. You're smoking the off. Max Verstappen, George Russell, Charles Leclerc, Carlos Sainz. You're going to be so My top five. (laughs) Wow. Followed by Alonzo at six. Lando at seven. You forgot old Sergio Perez. Beltri at eight. Oh shit, I did. Jeez. <laughs> okay. Instead of um, let me start you, over. Are you gonna check out at six? I'm gonna have to start over. I'm gonna have to start over. I right. Lewis on pole position. That's not happening. Max filling out the front row. So are we getting George Russell number three. Are we in cops corner? Charles again? four. Checo five. Carlos six. Valtteri 7, Lando 8, Fernando 9, Pierre 10. Ooh, you're disrespectful. What do you mean? So no Bottas? I did. Oh, I had Bottas did. in, yeah. So Fernando? No, like I left out Esteban. Esteban. I left out like Danny. Yeah, like my list is that's top 10, yeah, bro. It's not bad, okay. Not bad. It's not bad, not bad, not bad. I got Max Verstappen. Okay. Charles Leclerc. Checo, Carlos, <laughs> Lewis, George. I'm going to throw a surprise in there. I'm going to throw Lando up there because he's at his home thing. He's going to pull out a performance. Fernando, Bottas. I'm going to regret saying this. I'm going to throw Yuki in there. Wow. Well, we both had a uh, Alpha 20. I got a surprise. Time. I think like Yuki's going to come out with you don't one. even have Mercedes Why on would the I? too. Why would I? How are they making a point seven of a second? Yo. Optimism. Yours is faith. You're not thinking with your brain. You're thinking with your heart. <laughs> Yo, one and three, bro. Okay, but here's the point. Let, let, we could talk about it. What makes you think, as a logical Mercedes fan, I am picking them to make a point seven of a second? Listen, home race, big upgrades. They figured out. They all knew. Point they, seven. If not they unlocked this car. It's over. Point seven. Maybe they got. We're talking about almost a maybe second. They solved the puzzle, bro. 
You just said the underlying text was they had to grind this weekend. They haven't solved it. They may solve it. I know. I've just been, you know. No, but but you're saying to me, not even Mercedes in the top, in, in the front two rows. What can I logically think that they belong in the front two rows? Nothing. That's it. I'm not mad at you for picking. I understand it's a home <laughs> pick. You're, you're you're delusional today. It's delusional. Cool. I'm feeling it. You're a Homer fan. I get it. I'm not mad at it, but don't get mad at me for making logical decisions. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna change mine. Charles is number one. Max is two. All right. Cool. Uh, your race day. Quick race prediction. Who's winning? No, the race? we're gonna come back after. No, quality. this is we we talked about it on the quality, but just quickly, like with before qualifying, give us your prediction. Yo, George is winning at Silverstone. You got George winning. Who's second? Give me your podium. George, Max, Charles, Lewis. That's it. You gave me your podium. Okay. I actually have a Mercedes on the podium. I got Charles, Lewis, Max. Okay. I got, if if they figure out their race pace, Lewis is going to pull something out in the race. Last but not least, dragger of the week. Give me your dragger. My dragger dragger is Lando Norris. He's finished 15th, bro. Fuck, you pick my guy, bro. I was going to pick him too. I got Lando Norris, V. Uh, I got Pierre. Yeah, he was 14. I got Pierre Gasly. I got Pierre Gasly. I have to. Right. Well, Yuki, Yuki didn't score points. No, he, he did score points last race, didn't he? No, Yuki DNF'd. No, I'm going with Yukes. Going with Yukes. Yukes. <laughs> I got to go with Yukes. Um, last quick prediction. Who's Does Latifi end up in a wall? Bro, no comment. The Ferraris have DNFs, Ferrari-powered engines. Oh, my God. I want to say yes. Well, it's yes or no. Yes. Does Red Bull have a reliability issue between their cars? I said they will. Yeah. Okay. Checo had the DNF last race, so. <laughs> Open it's max. Open it's max. <laughs> All right, guys. We will see you guys after Quali. Um, it should be an exciting race, man. We're both excited. It's Silverstone. We are at my crown jeweled. I think I can speak up for both of our behalfs. Our crown jeweled. Of definitely the a race that we both want to attend. Both want to attend. I don't care about Monaco. I know it's typical F1 crown jewel, but this is our crown jewel. And we'll see you guys after qualifying. See you then. Peace.